Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got an heart. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey everybody! What's up? And welcome back to the final episode of our March Madness 2020 Survivors Bracket. We are still here with these silly gooses from Dark Hills Gaming, and we are going... Honk, honk, bitch. I said gooses. I'm an English teacher. Geeson. Moosin. You guys have also been saying subversing all day. I'm pretty sure it's subverting, but I'm just going to pull back from that. I said now oh. who's Regina George? Oh. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say, I said subverting. <laughs> I've been drinking, so I probably said subverting or something. Been shit drinking like since 11 a.m. That's accurate. To be fair. So we are back. We are at our Elite Eight. Yep. And let's take a moment, real quick, to just have an, like the Oscars, have an in memoriam. Memoriam? No, it's in memoriam. You're right. Memoriam, yeah. In moratorium. I may have I may have bear the guilt of killing your heroes, but I had to kill some of mine That's as well. That's true. I'm so, so sorry you lost Ash and Sean. <laughs> Excuse me, Ash is a huge loss. Are you and kidding me? That is me? a big loss, I have to agree to with Right, like, come on. Like, I don't think you understand how much I love Ash. So, I don't think you understand what I lost, Mary. <laughs> yes, we have, I do. I do, all right. We have our Elite Eight... We have Grace from Ready or Not. We have Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. We have Jesse from Gerald's Game. Gail from Scream. Sydney from Scream. Chris from Get Out. Ripley from Alien. And Fool from The People Under the Stairs. I, I gotta say, I think it's telling that we got two from Scream. Yeah. 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 No, I think you guys are just fucking ridiculous. No, I. No, I also think. I also think that it was that was also a little bit the luck of the draw on some of those. True. Some of those verses. Sydney, I feel like Gail probably wouldn't have survived some of the other matchups. I'm sorry. Like I. I don't know. I feel like... I am drunk. <laughs> I feel like this should literally be our April Fool's episode and not our final March Madness episode. Oh, yeah. wow. Because that's, the fact that both Scream women have survived is fucking mind-blowing to me. How is that mind They deserve it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I just, I don't know. We've lost so many greats. Uh, yeah, but okay. I, I'm Again, I feel like that's unfair. There are other people in that list that I can understand being surprised by, but the Scream Woman should not surprise. Sydney especially should not surprise Sydney, you. Sydney, I can't believe that. Gail, 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 but yes, Gail only survived by luck of right, the roster. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, not have survived Gail, some of those people. Gail has survived because she went up against mm-hmm. Tommy Jarvis, who there was already a little bit of... Push and pull there, yeah. Well, and because we had right, three right. different Tommy Jarvises from three different movies, yeah. and like... And then we also had Gail up against who was it? she was up against Taylor from yeah. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie. Oh, which yeah. okay, oh, all right. Yeah. So yeah, I agree that. And again, 
Going by Rotten Tomatoes critics yeah. percentage. Which I stand by. How yeah. I, it was the most fair way. And, and like actual March Madness, sometimes right, the roster sometimes just sets. I have to say too, there's some people in here that have surprised me and I love it. I love that Fool has gotten so far. Me too. I think it says a Jesse lot. Jesse gotten really far surprised me. Yeah. Grace? Holy crap. The I'm the so idea that someone Grace. so new came <laughs> yes. in. Yeah. Yeah. See ready I'm, or not, I'm people. I'm so surprised that argument landed. Fucking on see <laughs> ready or not. <laughs> no, it's it's all because of Samara weaving. Yeah, it is. she yeah. she's she got the skills. Honestly, I, I, here's the, I do stand by that argument. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't say that as like. No, I, I'm just I totally get it. I, I need <laughs> to say it. Samara weaving versus both Heather Langenkamp or a young um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Samara weaving has got more skills yeah. in her initial roles than they did. I'm not. I'm not hating. Yeah. I'm just saying, even on an oh, actor's and level. Again, looking only, that, we made yeah. the agreement yeah. that we would look only at the first film or a single film Ugh. because that's the only way to be fair to everybody. And right. that's honestly Agreed. what that's what knocked out Lori more so than it is. But locked out. That's what knocked out a lot of people because if you're only looking at one single film, you don't get that full arc. Right. And that's that was the tough part. That's. And granted, considering we almost lost Lori to Danny, it was going to be a rough one for Lori going ahead. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, so, I, I abstained because, like I said, I, yeah. it was such a tough. But like I said, I had a tough choice. I really had a tough time separating all, them from their sequels on that one. That's no, I, I get you. I get you. No, I thought it was a classic move too. As, as yeah, and also because, like I said, there was a part of me that wanted to knock out Lori just to, just to make it even with the Nancy. I was like, that's not fair. I'm abstaining. <laughs> <laughs> so I will also note that released from her bondage from work. Christina Woo! gets to join yes! us. Yes! So now, I will say that puts a spin on things because now that means that if we hit the tie, Mike's the only tiebreaker. Mike's, Mike's the only tiebreaker who we are still going to be talking to via messenger. So He's he is now our only tiebreaker. No pressure, Mike. No pressure at all. So uh, if you guys are ready, yep. let's jump right ready. in. I'm going to start with Chris from Get Out. Oh, shit. Versus Ripley from Alien. Oh, oh my god! god. I, 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 I hate this match. I hate this match. I quit. <laughs> oh my oh. god! Ripley, Ripley, Ripley. Oh. Come on, you guys. You can't even. I'm with you. Think this I'm one. with you. I can't. Fucking. Oh, it's so hard because look. Here's here's what it comes down to. Chris might represent. All, all the black people who are underappreciated in horror <laughs> films, but Sigourney Weaver represents every woman that was underappreciated in sci-fi, horror, comedy. You, you, here's the like, here's like, thing: you, you guys Ripley. don't have to. Uh, Alien is my favorite horror movie, yeah. and I love Ripley. It's really tough for me to. I'm, I'm trying to be fair here and yeah. actually wait. Oh my god, Daniel Kaluuya is so, Kaluuya is so good. And you know what? I'm doing the thing where I swap roles again. If Chris is in a spaceship, he's dead. If Ripley is somehow a black woman and in the white suburbs, she's good. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll give it to you. I want to say Ripley because in my heart of hearts, I love Ripley. I'm trying to be fair here, which is why I wasn't going to give the first vote because immediately I was like, Ripley? Ripley hands down. Alien is my all-time favorite horror movie. It's it's totally not. It's Ripley. It's Ripley. Oh, man. Ripley fan club. Oh, I'm it's so sorry, Chris. <laughs> it's getting killed. Like, well, he's like, I was waiting for someone to make a solid argument. I was like, well, one of them doesn't. I don't think can't. there's an argument that can be made there. Right, we are going to move right on. Gail Weathers versus Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Mm. I'm, I'm, my gut on this one says Jesse. 
for the same reason why I'm like, the arguments we've made for Jesse up and I know that's a little unfair to Christina because she hasn't been sitting here the entire time we've made these arguments. <laughs> Fill me in, Mary. But the, the arguments we've made for Jesse and the identity, it's not so much his life is in danger, but his identity is in danger. It's his <laughs> idea of his self-loathing. Right. Uh, that journey he makes in my mind, is far greater than the one Gail Weathers makes in, in Screen, the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and Gail Weathers got by on technicalities in some of the yeah, other right. ones, but... No, you're right. Up against Jesse. Jesse. Gail might do some good shit, yeah. but she also revels in being the bad bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, in just Scream, her arc isn't that great. No. Not, not like Jesse's. Jesse's has that whole, like, he has to survive far more than just evil. He has to survive himself. Gail puts herself in those situations. Yeah. She's seeking out the danger. Jesse's yeah. not. Jesse yes. is the point of view of an entire generation. Yeah. 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 So. No, no okay. Yeah. okay. Very easy then. Jesse moves through. Next, we have Sydney Prescott versus Grace from Ready or Not. <laughs> oh, She keeps coming back, guys. God. Oh my god. Is Grace gonna knock out yet another traditional A legacy. Movie? A legacy yeah. character. A legacy character. So my, my arguments would be the same. However, I'm, I'm trying to weigh it against some of the other arguments that are strong Sydney? for Sydney. Sydney is, Sydney is like, in an evolution chart of Final Girls, mm-hmm. Sydney is fucking modern, like, man. She is. Really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And maybe Grace comes somewhere after her. I don't know yet. I haven't made that decision. I would what? 100% argue Grace comes after her. But that's... Yeah. I mean, but I think that's unfair. Because again, like... If you, you know what? My, my only thought, and again, not having seen Ready or Not, so I don't know if I'm off base with this, so please tell me if I am. My only thought with it being unfair to put Grace ahead of Sydney on that, like, evolution chart is generally when we talk... Final girls, and I'm gonna strictly go final girls. That's more of the slasher yeah. persuasion. Is that ready or not, or is ready or not more of like a survivalist it's thriller? Re- I, I, it's, it's, more survivalist it's kind of hard to classify, even, is it? I would say. Because yeah. it's definitely got like dark black vomit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. And it's almost like there's comedy. multiple slashers in some yeah. ways. Is it? Okay. But I mean, you could make an argument. You could also make an argument for why it's not a slasher. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like. The argument there is that we did not consider. So we're, we're, your your argument for why Sydney wins out over Grace is because she is canonically this huge. It's it, it's this archetype at the time. I, so was Lori. So was Nancy. And yeah. we didn't take that into account on in our arguments there. So is it fair we, to give Sydney well, no, that credit that we didn't give Lori? Here's the other thing: when it comes to Sydney versus Grace, and it just wasn't true with Lori, and it wasn't true with Nancy. There. They're so close. They are. Both they of them are, 100%. have been through trauma before murder started. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Grace had to deal with basically being a fucking orphan. Mm-hmm. Sydney has had to deal with the loss of her mother. They both have to deal with the men they love with portraying them. E- yeah. Exactly. exactly. There are, there are two very similar. Matched. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you on that. That's why I'm like, this is a really interesting At, at the end, both of them have kind of lost everything, mm-hmm. including their identities. Except, right. Well, she doesn't lose her dad. She manages to save her dad. Like, no, but like, shit doesn't go well for her. It doesn't, but I mean, one could argue that she does manage to salvage some some of. Granted, Grace didn't. The argument with Grace didn't have a lot to lose to begin with, but that's why she loses everything because what she had came to her through that guy. For, for for all we know, though, Grace might have just by default inherited the Ladomas domain. You don't think the fact that she's covered in blood and the only survivor there means that people are going to go, this orphan with no background is going to tell us that this rich family, which is a very solid standing, somehow just turned on her and killed her because they made a pact with the you, devil. Right. And you think that's going to hold up in you, court. You don't <laughs> think the fact that LaBelle basically fist bumped her is going to help her out at all? 
I mean, well, no. I don't think that's going to help her out at all. I think some things might coincidentally luckily fall into place for her. Maybe, but I, it does leave it open. To it. This is all conjecture. This is all, all conjecture. conjecture. So I'm, I'm taking that out. In the same way that I'm not considering that as part of the reason why. Like, to, And I'm not, I haven't made a decision yet. I haven't made a decision yet. And they, but, both, they both do such a good job of both running away and fighting back. Yeah. They're, they're both, enough. well, they're smart. They, they, they know when to take their back. You, yes. you know and what that's... clinches it for me at the end? What really clinches it? Because they are so fucking close. At the end of the day... Sydney does the harder thing, and she actually stops the bad guys. It could be argued that Grace does the harder thing by not killing her family, or the people she thought was going to be her family, but I, I ultimately think because Sydney's a teenager, she's younger, she's at a much more vulnerable position, but the fact that she's able to, to rise above not only her own feelings and the loss of her mother and betrayal of this nature, to ultimately stop these two murderous bastards i i feel like you were attributing i feel like it's very it difficult out. to attribute heroism to that moment because she also just realized these are the guys that killed her this is the guy that killed her mother this is the guy that took her virginia and tried to kill her this is the guy that's going to kill her father this is the guy that's killed her friends there's so no way there's some revenge there there's too. a lot there's of revenge there and it's much harder to, to look well. in the eyes the eyes of someone you loved and who up until a single moment was on your side and then went Honey, I think I'm gonna go with the devil, and and then go. Fuck you! I'm not gonna give in to revenge on this moment because ultimately you're so, like. I, I, and again, I'm not saying that makes her better. I'm just saying that's that's unnecessary like heroism attributed to Sydney because in Sydney's position, I would do the same thing because this asshole. God, like, damn, Samara Weaving, you portrayed a strong <laughs> character. So did Sydney though, and I feel bad. I am I am devil's advocating this, but I'm also I'm, try, I'm convincing myself of because I have no I, decision I, made. I know yet. this is gonna suck, but I really think it's kind of age that clinches it for me. Sydney is at an age where she doesn't... She's so she's so strong and mature. It's so much harder to go through that shit when you're young than when you're older. I'm I'm it's, sorry if that sounds fucked up, but I, I think that's the no, truth. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely I, right. I go Sydney because I think in 20 years kids will still be watching Scream and finding empowerment there, whereas I don't know that Get Out, as good as it is, is going to quite hold up a legacy that... You mean Ready or Not? I'm going Sydney because I was always going to go Sydney. Really? I think, I think I'm going Sydney, too. Yeah. I have to go with Sydney. I mean, I love Sydney. Are you Grace all the way? I'm so torn. I I feel like either of these options, I am going to... I'm going to to be happy with, but but I'm going to go with Grace only because I don't necessarily want to go with the rationale of just because she's younger makes it a a little more... like I don't have fun with that. That's it. Maybe I I worded it wrong. I'm going with Grace with nothing on the line. So it's like, I know Sydney's going to win. So it's like... No. (laughs) It's sad to see her go. Slow clap for Grace. You knocked two legacies out. Holy crap. Also, 100% congrats to Sydney because she's also fucking phenomenal. And I was like, Yes. In these two issues, I'm 100%. like, I feel like I'm going to be happy either way. Yeah. <laughs> no, we definitely have to pour one out for Grace because she held her own especially as one of the newer entries yeah, right. into the Survivor out of, out of all so the horror movies that came out in 2019, that might be the one that stands and the also, test of time. I've heard from more than one person it was their favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it's one of the few I, argued, I own. I argued strenuously where I felt it was, but I also feel like if Sydney's the one that knocks her out, I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah. Like, so, in our final bracket of our Elite Eight, we have Jesse from Gerald's Game versus Fool from People <gasps> Under the Stairs. Oh, this one's tough for me, but I feel like... Holy shit, this is hard. I know which one I'm going to go I'm with. I'm going to go Fool. 
Oh my god, he, I, I feel like they they both go through a similar journey because they kind of have to face themselves they before do. they can yeah, face the right. external well, problem. At the end of but, the day, yeah, like... I'm going to go ahead and make the argument that if the reason why you pick Sydney over Grace's age, age yeah. the fool is the one that you gotta... Like, not gotta go. But I feel like that adds that... The, the fact that he is so young yeah. to yeah. go that journey. Yeah. And that he Which is tough because so I also love the fact that Jesse is so... She's so ingrained in those habits and that makes it much harder. Like, right, she right. really... It's a tough call. My so. gut says... My gut says fool, but I, I really love Jesse from Gerald's Game, and I don't... Exactly all that, me too. See, I know yeah, this is going to sound crazy, but they're both so close. They are. They're they are so close. close. Because they both also work to help people. Like, fool goes back to yeah. save literal people inside that yeah. house. Yes. Jesse moves on to help yeah. everybody. Yeah, she right. starts a foundation right. to help people. But, it, yes, and I think the reason why my gut says fool over her is because I'm like... It, it, the danger is much more immediate for her to go back right. in that house Agreed. and the age yeah. she is at Agreed. and everything else. There is just that, that for the, me, gives her that. Yeah. I'm, I'm also yeah. thinking way outside the box now, but Jesse was married to a rich guy and with that money, she's able to start a foundation and basically, she yeah. she has power. Fool she has no pull. reason to be after she does, anyone. She has certain power. Power. no yeah. reason to think that of anything but his own survival and yet mm-hmm. yeah. continuously yeah. in and, that storyline. And Fool's life is just going to get harder. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not going to get harder. Nothing he does helps him, really. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It just makes, like, yeah. that's kind of why, like, I think that's Fuck. Funny. Yeah, my vote yeah. is for I, I, I think it's Fool. Yeah. All right. There we go. We have Final Four? We have our final four. We're going to jump right into it. (laughs) Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 versus Sydney from Scream. This one's not that hard for me. It's Sydney. This is hard for me only because this is where we have to first come up against that. What really makes a survivor... well, more well, here's, here's the thing. The same argument you just made that you just said, bleh, the same argument you just made that years from now, women will be watching Scream and identifying with Sydney. Years from now, gay men and women will be watching here's Freddy's the, Revenge and Let's identifying with Let's hope there's better LGBTQ representation in horror. Look. By then. This movie is Let's hope. Like but if it's not, it's it's not it's nightmare People too. still watch that movie to this yeah. day. And yeah. That, but that's so problematic. But here's the it thing. Is, but so, so Scream has problems. Because ultimately, at the well, end of like, the day, why the, it's empowering now, but back then, the underlying message is that the homosexuality is a monster. But that's that's what they that's what people have to go through. They have to face this like, am I a monster? Because that's what fucking society tells them. I think the fact that it's problematic is what makes it strong. They recognize that problematic quality and and they own it. You know, and and Mark, it 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 doesn't. I say it doesn't help, but it does kind of help. Mark Patton has made such a great argument about everything that's gone 100%. on. It's hard not you know? to tether his journey yeah. to But yeah. I think that's the mistake we're making if we go Jesse and not Sydney. Right. Is that we are attributing, we're not movie. looking at the actual actions of a person surviving a, a circumstance. We're looking at the weight of all this other stuff and him and what he went through personally and all of the agenda. At the end of the day, this is not the perfect, this is not a get out. Right? This is not a perfect representation of LGBTQ horror. There are a lot of really good But we judged, we did. In the past, we did. We did kind of put that weight on it that he was a, a representative of, of something bigger than himself. And we have to take that out of this. I, I mean, again, but I, I, didn't, I didn't 
in that argument, I remember saying, I didn't put that weight on there because I didn't want you it to come down to that. Did. And, and that's why I was like, my argument for why he won over was was more logically based than the other. Because I was like, because only because I knew ultimately we were going to come down to that. And I'm like, is that, are we judging survivorship? Or when are we judging really, the, when they're closely matched? That might be what puts it over the edge. When you close your eyes and watch him go through his battles. And when you close your eyes and watch Sydney go through her battles. To me, the answer here is brainless. You're right. It's Sydney. I, even though it's I made Sydney. such a good argument for Jesse, it's Sydney. I can I, 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 I'm really. It's. It, I'm. I'm a little torn, but it is Sydney. You're. I. I. Fuck. It is Sydney. You're gonna go, Jesse. No, I, I haven't decided. Again, I, I, I'm okay. I'm. I'm honestly kind of okay either way. Okay. It's just <laughs> I want to make sure we give. Jesse right. his is due. I mean, he beat out he, Nancy. Right. Yeah. He more than got his. He did. Right. Yeah, he did. I mean, he. And I. I'm not. I, I also want to stress: we didn't just vote Jesse through because he was gay. No, well, and that's, that wasn't that's the it. Other thing I want to make sure is like I'm like ultimately I'm like I just want to make sure it's also known that like Jesse has good reasons why he's. a Phenomenal survivor. The, the struggle portrayed on screen so in that film like, is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I voted Chris through for more than just him being black. Yeah. I voted Jesse through for more than him just being gay. That's so horrible. Yeah. Like, I don't I want to agree. I, I 100% agree. But I feel like... I just think when you close your eyes and look at the battles. No, if, 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 if like just looking at the movies and the stories and the character arcs that they both go through, when it comes down to that, it's Sydney for me. It and, really is. And I think Sydney. so. I think that the I think she overcomes so much more than Jesse does in her. Viscerally, for me, right. Sydney is the one I resonate with the most. Sure, absolutely. That said, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Right, Sydney of course. Is right. A white girl. Right, right. 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 <laughs> so it's like so very so fair, I always yeah. I always want to take that step back. I'm like, am I major? Is, is that am I putting on to it? And so like, I, but again, I think you guys make really fair. Yeah. I think you guys make solid arguments. Is why I was like, I don't really, I, I can see why Cindy would be good. It's just also a, I'm always very cautious because I'm like, I want to say Cindy because I just resonated with her, but that's also kind of unfair because if I resonated right. with right. Mark, I might be able to make a better or with right. Jesse, I'm going right. to make a better I mean, argument. At the end like, of the day, I think it's very self aware of you, but we're going to do that deep down no matter. I know. What I mean, you know. I mean, there's no one hundred percent. Trust me, I know this. I think. <laughs> I think we can. I. I don't know. I think we're. It's safe to say. She, she squeaks it out. I do I think she does. love Jesse too. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay. He made it so far and rightfully so. And he, there is no denying there's a lot of weight there to the film itself and to what he goes through. But yes. it's just to me when compared to yeah. the rest. And then and I feel when like you we take all that out of it and just look at Jesse the movies justice. and you look at we the characters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. That that I, that makes sense to me. All right. So I Sydney, wanted to make sure. Sydney it's very goes tough. to it the finals. You have to kind of work it out. Unanimous Sydney yes. to the finals. I explained the whole. No, I, 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 yeah. I would go Sydney. Like, I always have to be like, okay, let me let me try and take a second and see <laughs> get, if I can. Let me get in a different head. Let me get right. in a different headspace and see if I can come up with a better reason. Like, and then because I had those moments too where I was like, let me see if I could come up with a reason why, and it just yeah. And for me, I was like, hearing your guys' arguments, I was like, no, you're right. All right. Okay, I can see it. Okay. Then uh, we have Ripley versus Fool. Mm. Ripley, hundred percent Ripley. Hundred. But but here, Ripley. I, I'm and I'm not advocating for either or the other. I wanna I wanna ask. Okay. I honestly wanna here's ask my, why here, Ripley. Here's my pitch. Okay. First of all, when does Alien come out? 1976, I believe. 1979. Yeah. Oh, no. Am I wrong? 1979. 1979. I almost 80s. Yeah, I almost 80s. Okay. 78 or 79. 1979. Yeah. 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 Yeah
But not only does this woman mow down the top five scariest fucking monsters ever with the xenomorphs, but she contends with being a female in a very male world where, as we've mentioned before, she literally cannot be true. They don't believe her. They so don't here's listen my, here's to my her. Thing. I, 100, I, I agree with you against her, a lot of things, but I, I feel like that argument is met immediately by the fool argument of what it's, the fool has, what, what his, he's also dealing with his own level of oppression. He's a young black man, yeah. It's, yeah, right. of course, and I'm not saying that, that, I'm not trying to measure the oppressions here, but what I'm saying is that his battle here is with, a, like, when you strip away all of the social context, right, his battle is with these two really fucking wacky fucking homeowners that he goes in to rob with his fucked up fucking family, right? Because he's, at the end of the day, even though he's a victim of his circumstances, he's still there to do nefarious things. So, so, we could argue that Ripley Ripley works for Waylon Yutani. Right. And they are totally But when she realizes how bad they are, she fucking does her due diligence. But now we're thinking about the sequel. Sure, but then we didn't really, we can't really say they were that evil in that moment either. Well, actually we can because we learned that Ash was told by Waylon Yutani that the people were. She fights that though. She immediately this fucking blue collar worker. But she fights it because she doesn't want to die. And Fool fights it because he doesn't want to die. No, Fool goes back. The the, the difference being, Fool goes back in the house. Yeah, but okay, he goes back in the house. Unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. She does nothing but stave her own survival. I would say I would even pose the question. That does he go back in there because of an emotion, emotional attachment to that young girl, and isn't that not selfish? He goes. Oh, back oh you are really. Oh, no, 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 no. That's you, a rough No, one. if you make that argument, then I would say the reason Ripley struggles so hard to survive is because of an emotional attachment to her daughter, and isn't that selfish? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, or, that's or a stretch. Like that's a stretch. She survives because she's a, by different. We're looking at survivors here. Granted, fool is great. Uh, you guys know that I love him, and if he makes it through, mm-hmm. okay. But what I am saying is that Ripley throughout this really brief fucking snapshot not only contends with men who don't believe her and make poor choices that put her in danger, not only becomes empowered in a world where every odd is against her, and I know, Fool, you're going to argue is the same way, 100%. but she doesn't go into it as, there's a reason why his name is Fool, you guys. This yeah. kid is always going to be, she becomes this she becomes but, the hero. But that's where is age something that you're not... Cause again, she... I don't, she, I don't think it's again, like He has really... Yes, baby he has Ripley agency, the but the illusion of agency. Okay, age, so Baby like, Ripley would have been the same way. Well, I don't know about let, that. 10-year-old Ripley question. would have been just I, as... I, I want to take it into a completely different direction. I want to ask this question, okay? Because you make a really good argument. Yeah. Top five monsters of all time. Right. She's going in something that humanity has not seen until she wonders again. Alien yeah. is right. my favorite horror. No, yeah, yeah. I feel like I need she to say that again. She doesn't run and hide in a closet. She stands there with a fucking gun and blows them all to shit. Granted, though, she kind of she does. I, I, I want to say she does literally hide in the closet. Okay, but you know what I mean, though. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You just can't say that without people pointing it out. 1980s me. Yeah, no, I watching Ripley, and again, this is selfish. Changes my life. No, I changes guess it, my perception it changed of my life, and I didn't even know it. Changes the changes the narrative that if a man tells you you're wrong, you just have to sit there and go okay. Changes all of that for me. Now, fool does a lot of gr- growing through the film. You're not but, a black man, so you honestly can't say that there yeah, weren't people who watched that. Jordan Peele himself has argued 
Four, four people under the stairs so hard. And I get that. This is why, as much as Ripley and Alien are my all-time favorite horror... So like, pull, pull through but, because we want to be cultural. No, 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 that is not it. Whoa! That is not it. Unfair! You, oh, you just threw down the race card! Can I ask my question, please? Yes. Honestly, this is what it's going to come down to for me. Ripley, Alien. Do we believe that Ripley, a human, facing something that humans have never seen, a monster so scary and insidious that you cannot kill it without it burning through something, okay? She also a, saves a, her. a monster that impregnates Not you. It, it rapes but... you, impregnates you, oh. rapes you again, and kills you, and turns into another creature who then symbolically rapes you as it kills you again. All this shit. Can we say that Ripley facing something like that is equal to fool facing two white guys? Two white people. That's what I'm that, saying. That's I'm, what, that is that's what sells what it for saying. me. Because what, what, what Ripley saying. is going up against Thank is you. insanity riddling terrifying. We are, we are blinded by what fool represents. I no, can't I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I can't believe I'm about to make to. this argument. But then we literally just discounted Nancy and Lori against supernatural terrifying threats that couldn't be destroyed for grace against a bunch of rich white people. Look, but no, no. Ultimately Don't listen we to that. Because there's a difference here. There's I have a huge I difference. Who I'm voting for, by the way, and yet they ultimately think they know. There all is a huge difference between the scope and magnitude of her survival. You know, I'm honestly when you asking. you just look at the film. I'm honestly asking the alien to Ripley. Like this is like an SAT question. I know. Is I it know. like two old white people to fool? Because he's a kid, maybe a it seems as as Let scary. me ask you a question. Can you close your eyes and picture every single battle he has in that film? Nope. No. Nope. I, 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 I can, actually. Every single one? Yes. I feel like you're okay, going so to attack me. me. No. I can't answer that question because Alien's my favorite horror movie. Right. So it's unfair. Right. For, it's unfair I, 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 to me to say I, I, I want to say, too, I also movie. watched People Under the Stairs within I, the year. So. I did, too, yeah. though. I did, too. I rewatch it all the time. It's one of my... All, literally in my top five. Yeah, for for a myriad cool. of reasons. It's a fucking and, and good And to be movie. fair, I have seen Alien a lot more. more. Yes. yes. That's why yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I had an Alien... I had an Alien baby shower, okay? Sure, you did. if I could... We have talked about the Jesse from Nightmare being slightly problematic. Guys, I, I don't mean to talk for the urban person here, but being Latino, being from the inner city, there are some problematic parts oh, to this film, too. Is. Of course there is. Okay? But, but from could, a could, feminist perspective, there is... Alien is flawless. Could, could we also argue, though, that it's problematic that Ripley wasn't even supposed to be a woman? Ripley was oh, supposed stop. to be a guy? That's so unfair, dude. It oh. has nothing to do with No, if you are, if you are, uh, it, again, well, and, and I do think there are some problematic perspectives, too. Like, not super problematic, I mean, not as problematic as there is to Fool, but at the same time, there no, are not, some not arguments you can make for the, Ripley. Right, let's talk about the, if we really want to get literary about this, why do you think the kid's called Fool? Why do you think this character that we're all putting, go ahead, then flesh it out for me. Because we're going to let this kid become the representation of survivorism. I want you to really understand what that movie's trying to say about that. Oh my you, god! No, no, this is unfair. You're so no, 100% that is unfair to put that weight on this yeah. choice. We haven't, we haven't sat there and asked if this person we've moved through each round has had the weight to be the representation have, of survivorism. Because if we did, I, I think Nancy and Lori would have won. I absolutely have. Every decision I have made has been based on can I live with this person getting the crown at the end? 
There are problematic things with Fool as a character. The way he is written, the, you want to talk about, oh, Ripley was, wasn't necessarily written as a dude? Fool was written by an old white guy. No, I know. I get that. But don't, okay. Please don't take it personally. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I know that Ripley was written as a guy. Okay. And, 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 but, uh, and I'm, I'm legitimately asking a question. Does that make it better or worse? The rationale here. You know? I have a tough time with that when the rationale for why Ripley advanced over Chris from Get Out was because if you switched places, one would survive over the other. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can. If you switch places, Ripley's still gonna fucking fine, survive, and fine, Fool is gonna right. die. Right, fine, that's fine if that's yeah, your rationale. Yeah. But your rationale of Fool shouldn't exist because he's a problematic character is I not okay. Shouldn't exist. But you said shouldn't win. win. Shouldn't win. Sorry, I meant shouldn't harsh. win. Shouldn't win because I'm, of a problematic I'm character. I'm saying that I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna crown a survivor, crowning fool over Ripley feels ludicrous. To I'm me. I'm worried that this conversation within itself is making us all seem biased towards Ripley. I'm gonna say right now, despite the argument I just made, I'm leaning towards Ripley. Me too. Uh, it, it's hard not to for so many reasons because. She does represent something for women in cinema. In yes. cinema. She is up there with fucking Carrie Fisher most iconic, when it most comes to a kid. Absolutely. Iconic but also I know, and, and we're something. all so... God. Exactly. But that's, but that's what I'm saying about us playing the card of, like, we don't, like, I feel like that's a dirty argument. No, but I'm also, I'm also pairing them next to each other. No, and I'm I, trying to relate yeah. to the characters. There's a lot more going on here. Fool's a kid. What is his yeah. mindset like as right. opposed to Ripley, who's an adult? But at the same time, Ripley is literally facing a Lovecraftian nightmare beyond right. belief. Right. There will never be an alien as scary as as, as is created as the aliens. 100% But then again, Fool is facing <laughs> off against something that's real. It's... I'm, I'm leaning towards I, Ripley because can I, I can't not. Even, like, right, me too. I'm leaning towards Ripley too, but... Can I also sprinkle in the suggestion that, and this is, I think, I'm, I don't know if this is for Fool or against him, but that is, that is the struggle that people who are marginalized, like African Americans, like Latinos, especially in America in this moment, we face that every day. Adding a scary, crazy white couple, I don't know, like, yes, it's survivorism. Yes, what he does is, is great. It's great that he exists as a representative character in black horror, but at the end of the day... I don't, I just don't see, see the my, weight of what he so, is outweighing the weight of what he is. See, and like, this is, this is where, this is where as I have, a survivor, this only is where as a I survivor. have a difficult, and I'm not saying, again, I love, can, I love Alien, I love Ripley, it is like, this is killing me to make this argument, but at the same time, I don't know how comfortable I am with saying what ultimately weighs out in survivorism and horror is how scary the villain is in terms of how undefeatable and, he and is. Because ultimately, honestly, I'll be honest with you guys, I was surprised there was not a better argument for Chris from Get Out. Because in the end of the day, what is most horrifying, Alien is terrifying. Alien does not exist, and for all we know, will never exist. What is most horrifying to me in horror, and what I hold up iconically, is what makes me look at myself and go, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the monster isn't something external. The monster is something internal. The monster is something we should be dealing with. So, 
I have a I, tough time. I would say that's arguable because even in the first... And I'm not if, making this argument for no, four. No, I'm no, making no. this argument in general no. for the rationale I, that we're going I, I, I would just say that's arguable that because even, in, yeah. even within the first Alien film, there's this underlying thing of like greed and it, it, it it's all yeah. like the alien is bad, but it's also human nature in yeah, a way. The alien is representative of something. But none of the human so characters are bad. So you saying that like seeing something like... Um, uh, people under the stairs or get out evokes a horror for you seeing the, the villains in those films more so than like an alien because they're so more real. Yeah, it's okay. more terrifying to I me because at the end of the day, you look at yourself and you're like, "Do I do?" And that? At the, no, at the end of the like, day, the, the yeah. fear is more real. No, here's the real like, thing. Seems like, look, here, here's something though. I honestly I believe that. that Alien. I think the monster in Alien has made every person mm-hmm. consider themselves without even realizing Correct. it. Correct. It That's is true. it is a subconscious representation of rape. And yes. and it is brought upon by Penet- a company, a company that is trying to basically rape right? the natural yeah. world. No, no, no. Oh. you're now you are God. now putting aliens in. No, this. no, it's still the first film. We know. We know for in the first film, Ash says, "Bring it back. Crew is expendable." Yeah. So it's still, it's still, that still holds up for just that Fine, fine, but I'm saying the rape element is really more overplayed in later. It is more over, but I It's still there in that first one. In my opinion, are very, very phallic, to say the least. So yeah, but I'm really fascinated by what you're saying because, like, as someone who considered, maybe unfairly, who knows I'm not acting like I'm the fucking voice of minorities, but. You know, grew up in the inner city, w- had a life that was shitty, am Latino, mm-hmm. do not identify with white people. I don't have that experience with those films. When I watch them, I'm like, preach. So it's like, I I see, I have grown up with those villains so much that, like, I don't see people under the stairs or get out and say, oh, God, it's nice that somebody's finally... I, I my or like oh god that's so scary I say thank god somebody's finally fucking showing this because this is our reality day in and day out do you know how many people make derogatory comments about Latinos in front of me do you know how many times my poverty and my upbringing have affected me negatively as a human being in my life and and the same thing goes for my gender and that's you know well known on this show but but the truth is when I watch Get Out or People Under the Stairs I don't even consider the social inequalities as the horror because that is my reality every day and so While I appreciate and it's interesting to hear how you guys react to that horror, stripping all of that away is all I'm asking us to do here and look at two survivors. To be be fair, I did not, and I even said, I'm not talking specifically about people who stairs or get out. I am talking about the rationale of a scary monster that is undefeatable being that. To me, I'm like, what I like about even Frankenstein is one of those examples of a horror that makes me look more at humanity and what is real than what is like... reality, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that way he, for me. Here's, here's, here's what's really clenching it for me. And it's not how scary the monster is. It's really not how scary the monster is. <laughs> I mean, what? fair, but you know the costume's right. pretty scary. No, it's <laughs> terrifying. Don't get me yeah, wrong. No, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not discounting how yeah, terrifying no. Xenomorph no, is. No, I, but I'm, I'm boiling it down to this. I'm boiling it down to how the monster makes the protagonist feel. And I think what it comes down to is that the, the crazy white people in People Under the Stairs make Fool feel... A way that he's going to feel a lot mm-hmm. over and over again, and and it's not just the design of the alien. I think everything, everything about it, imbued by H.R. Geiger, just in his art in general. Mm-hmm. I think it makes you question like life 
it makes you re- it makes you think about things without even thinking about it. It is a complete reversal of, a of a beautiful birth. Yeah, it, I'm gonna call it a vote because we need to. We all just need to decide where we lay. I mean, I'm Ripley. That's what it comes down to. N- not discounting Fool, the fact that Me Fool too. could go up against Ripley is is amazing. It's, it's brilliant. Right? It's brilliant, but it, but it is Ripley. It is Ripley for so many reasons. So I mean, reasons. at the end of the day, if I'm looking at the two characters and how they survive and what they do, it's Ripley. It's hands down, it's Ripley. There you go. I love you, by the way. Are you, did did you officially <laughs> vote for Fool? I was curious. No, no, I'm, I'm abstaining. That's fine. That's fine. No way, really? Yeah. I'm no, fine. I get it. It's, it's, it's hard no shit. I felt amazing argument. You had me questioning myself through every moment. Same. But I think five to what you said because it's your favorite. I had to fight against myself. Not well, here's the thing. I can also... Okay, so here's the thing. But Mary, like you, you said, it's your favorite you movie. movie. Ripley is that for me. So I don't oh, want to sit there and not right. present, like, a good argument oh against God, her. you're such what? a good person for <laughs> fighting that hard against her. So here we are. We're in the finals. This is it. This is our... My dope. We're, like, our five and a half <laughs> into recording. And a All of these episodes. over the crowd. Yeah. We are down to our final. We have heard argument, debate, discussion <laughs> over these two final women. We have Sydney Prescott from Scream. You're right, there's no And we have Ellen Ripley. From Alien. You're right. There. Yeah, I think it's obvious. 100% obvious. I feel like, and that's part of the reason why I I think we're giving it away, guys. <laughs> we're going to collect the votes. Because at this point, is there any more argument that needs to be made for either character? No. I feel like I we have done a very good yeah. job of arguing. I think we have too. We could write thesis papers. <laughs> yes. And so, Sydney, we have. <laughs> Sydney versus Ripley. We've got one for Ripley. We've got one for Sydney. We've got. One for Ripley. Oh my god, is it going to be a tie? <laughs> if Mike gets to decide this, I'm going to put my pants Oh my god, is this going to be a tie? Oh god. And? Ladies and gentlemen, we have another for Ripley. Yes! Yes! March Madness. Woo! Everybody to write down who they thought they were going to win. So Joe thought Jesse was going to win I thought it was from Nightmare Jesse 2. Jesse Burlingame. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Gerald's game. Gerald's game. Oh, Gerald's game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Jesse, Jesse from Gerald's game. <laughs> Marissa wrote, Laurie, fuck off all of you. Unfair. <laughs> 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 JK <J>. Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got one for Fool from Mary. I voted for Fool. I, 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 was try- I was trying to be fair to myself, but I was like, I wanted. I honestly, I also thought by that point. Than I am. No, I, I also honestly thought by that point Ripley was gonna be the more obvious. She she won handily on everything, and I was like, I got. We gotta have a good argument against her, and that's yeah. why I was like, and honestly, Fool felt like the one that had the best argument it against really her. Really, yeah, it was a good. To one. be to yeah. be truthful, it was. Re- he is the only person in that whole bracket of the top eight that really plagued me to vote yeah. for. Over, I know, over. I know. You guys made great, and that's why I was like, right. I felt that. But I was like, I gotta present a struggle. No, I felt that too. I'm like, oh, I'm being because um, in my heart of hearts, yeah. that, that was a tough one. I tell you, I'm oh, with with the couple of surprises aside. I'm pleased with how this turned out, and I have to be, if I'm being completely honest, you guys, 
I walked into here today saying in my head Ripley was going to win it all. I mean, I was kind of... Th- I wondered because I love Ripley. Oh, and I was going to push Nancy till the end, guys. I know. She I might know. have... She, she... Honestly, I expected Nancy and Lori to make it. And I was Me like... Me too. I thought the... I was saying... I don't know where my loyalties are here. I was expecting... I was expecting a much more spirited debate at the end against Ripley. But then it was ultimately like... I feel like we argued our way out of that. We but did. You know, we really I was did. like, all right. Well. And my heart of hearts, I really thought it was going to be Lori, Nancy, Ripley, and Sydney. I really thought yeah. that was going to be the yeah. They are the best. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, uh, well, On a I'm, personal level, it's always going to be Nancy. Thank me. you so much to everybody from Dark Hills, because this is nothing if not a grueling experience, and I certainly <laughs> hope we all still love each other. Sweating. This room is almost 80 degrees. Ah, yeah, I believe it. So, it feels like it. And that's just our fucking yeah. body heat. I feel like I had to fight against myself so much. There was so much. I need to get out of this room. <laughs> so, been here for like 45 minutes. I know. God damn, I can't imagine. Several hours later. All right, so yeah, we are so thankful for you guys for joining us. So please, one more time. Where can we find Dark Hills Gaming on the internet? When when can we see you in person? When can we have fun with you guys? Yes! DarkHillsGaming.com You can find a list of all our events. Then head on down to Maryland, most likely, <laughs> on, on October 30th for our... Our Mischief Night of the Living Dead, which will involve more than one type of zombie, and we want to see you folks. We want to see you all. If you disagree strongly with any of our choices, if you hate me for knocking Nancy and Lori out with my grace arguments, show up. Argue with me in person. I guarantee you, you will probably make a better argument than I did, but I will still stick to my guns. And, and if you didn't like anything that was said by the Jersey Ghouls tonight, please make sure you email mary at centralamerica.org. <laughs> <laughs> All complaints go to me. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we hope you guys have enjoyed another year of March Madness. It's it always one of our favorite times of the year. Um. Don't forget to check out Jersey Ghouls online. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. Find us all over the internet. We're Jersey Ghouls all over social. Like it, love it, do the thing. Talk to us, we'll talk to you. Give us five stars all across the board. And we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. listening to the Geekscape Network. 